Hi and welcome to the VR Gaming Podcast, a podcast and commentary about VR gaming, VR news, VR hardware, and VR reviews. I'm your host, Nick Lane, and with me, is, as always, is Justin Davis. Uh, what's going on, man? Hey, Nick. I just got out of some games, and I'm back in my index to record the podcast. Uh, that's awesome. You, um, I, I always look at... Um, so Justin's been helping out a lot, and it's, and it's good to uh um have a co-host and um you threw in a lot of show notes and i appreciate that and and also we always talk about our monthly recap of what we played and um you you crushed me on that um although usually when you're done talking about the games you played i never go and play them because you sort of <laughs> you sort of kind of wade through a lot of um forgettable things so i'm in, i'm always interested to see if you, if you have found any any gems in when I kind of scour the landscape of games on Steam and try to see what what's coming out for VR, and usually I'm like, I think I'll save both my time and money. Um, but why don't you go ahead and and let us know what 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 did you play, and then we can talk about what might have been good in that batch. Yeah, I may have crushed you in VR, but you always crush me with pinball, for I, sure. I do. Yeah, that's my yeah. that's my. You you can see where my energy goes, and then yeah. um, the remaining energy comes into uh, to VR. So thankfully, yeah. you're you're kind of carrying the banner for us. Yeah. Yeah, all right, so I played Overload. I finished that game, and I'm going to talk about that game later. Then I Expect You to Die 2. I beat that game. That took like six hours. Uh, that was good, but just like the old one, the original one, basically. A Rogue Escape. That's like an escape room game, kind of, and you're in a, some sort of submarine-type vehicle. That I was really confused. I didn't know what I was doing, so I don't really recommend that. Mist. I'm going to talk about that. 3D Send VR is this emulator. You can get it on Steam and itch.io. It's an emulator that will take NES games and make them 3D and in VR. So you could play Contra and walk around the game and see it in 3D. It's crazy. Um, so I played that, and I, I did two videos that I haven't even uploaded yet of that. Um, but previously, I did Contra and Super Mario Brothers with, with that um, like years ago. But it's been updated, and they've added more games that are supported. Um, so Risk of Rain 2 has a VR mod, so I tried that. And, like, the mods seem to work fine, but this game, like, I don't get why so many people like it. Like, as soon as you spawn, enemies are just all over you. And it's just nonstop. And you kill a bunch of enemies, and then more spawn. And it's, you're just you're just, like, killing enemies constantly. And I didn't know... I think it's just a game, it's just supposed to be like that, where you're just like struggling to survive and you'll just get killed constantly. And it, I don't know, I just didn't like it. So then Wands, this was part of a bundle I got. It's like maybe a, hum, a humble bundle or something. This game Wands, don't, I don't recommend that. Um, but Paper Beast came in that bundle. And Paper Beast, I was surprised, but I, I like that. Like it's really unique visually and... Um, it's 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 not like an action-packed game at all. You use your controller mostly to just drag stuff around, um, but you have free loco. Um, it, it's really weird, but if you like, you know, like maybe out of this world, you know, like maybe that game or, you know, just weird weird stuff. Maybe you'd be into that. Um, the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners that had an an update called Aftershocks where they added more campaign levels, and I played that a little bit. It was like more of the same basically. Uh, Rec Room added um, added like this uh, kart racing thing. What do they call it? Rec Rally. 
I did a video of that and uploaded it to my channel, Mame Fan, on YouTube. And um, that was okay. It was only like one map. But I mean, it's worth trying. It's free, obviously. Half-Life Alex. I tried some maps that I wanted to try. Gunman contracts. So like most levels that I've seen that people have made for Half-Life Alex, like have the combine combine soldiers or the, like the same enemies that are in Half-Life Alex. But this one has like enemies you never saw in the game, like like regular dudes that are trying to kill you, and it's like sort of like some kind of mafia feel to it or something. And it, it feels very different than Alex, um, so I thought that was cool. And then I tried Return to Rapture, which is a level somebody made that's like a remake that, uh, kind of of Bioshock, um, and that was really cool. I didn't get to finish that. Then today I was playing these Steam Next Fest demos. So in a previous episode, we talked I talked about some Steam Next Fest demos, and they're doing it again. I think it 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 ends on October 7th. But the ones I played most of the VR games they had on it, so I play. I'll only talk about the ones that are worth talking about. So Hope VR, VR Quiet Life, Beers and Boomerangs, Pipeline VR. Pipeline VR had cool music. It reminded me of Toe Jam and Earl from the Genesis. And it, I like the look of it, but the controls need work. Skiing VR, Frigid VR, Fruit Ninja VR Two. That seemed just like basically the same as the previous one. Iragon VR. It was it's I R A G O N. That game surprised me. It's it's an adult RPG where the graphics were like they're cell shaded, but they're actually pretty impressive. And I I was impressed by this game. And also running around the countryside are women that are well endowed, and they come up to you and talk to you often, and sometimes they offer you favors. And you may be able to have sex with some of them. So, hey, that that was interesting to me. Um, and there's combat, and there's magic, and there's all sorts of stuff. So that's a free demo. I, it was like over 9 gigs, though, just the demo alone. But uh, I, I recommend trying that. Then I tried the break-in. That seemed like phasmophobia, but, like, you're going into people's houses and stealing stuff. It, you know, it seemed like it might be okay with with friends. Then uh, Outlier, which was like a kind of a wave shooter-ish game where you, you, but you go through a level, but um, I was having issues with the controls. But uh, that, there might be some promise with Outlier. And uh, that's it for the month. That's it? That's all? That's actually less than I usually <laughs> play. It's, I, I, I feel like it's not by a lot. Like it's, yeah. you seem uh, pretty fully loaded. So of everything you talked about, if you had to pick a couple for people to focus on, what, what games should they play? Get the Irigan VR demo if you're slightly perverted. Uh, get, well, Overload, yes. I Expect You to Die 2. Mist, 3D Send VR if you like NES games. Okay. Paper Beast, maybe. I got it in a bundle, so it was a major sale. The Walking Dead Saints of Sinners, of course. Uh, and, you know, Half-Life Alex, of course. Rec Room is free. Of course, try that. So that that's all. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So And, and then later on in the show, um, you're going to be reviewing Mist and uh, Overload. And then over, yep. Overload is the um, – it's coming back to me now, the Overload. That's the Descent-like yep. game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I um I I I I always try to be really focused. I never play a lot of things or a lot of games. It just kind of applies to any any kind of um, gaming I've ever done. Um, 
So I, I've just played three games. I played Layers of Fear, which I, I think I was playing last time, but I'm going to review it this time. Um, off the Chains Disc Golf, I think is the uh, yeah, that's the full the full name of it. It's off Off the Chains Disc Golf, and then Forewarned. Um, so we're going to review all. I'm going to review all those games, but Off the Chains Disc Golf and Forewarned. I mean, my review I was telling you earlier is going to be like two minutes long. It's, but I'll, I'll spend a little bit more time talking about those just because I didn't play a lot of games and uh, and yeah so let's uh, let's move on to the news I see here that Lone Echo 2 is finally coming out oh my god it's coming out on seven days from now on October 12th that's that's the big news yeah are you excited for that game yeah I'll, I'm gonna be playing it hopefully that day okay and it's going to come out, you know, for Oculus. So, you know, you'll if you use your Index, you're going to need to use Revive, or yeah. use, you know, your your Rift S or your Quest Two or Quest One or whatever. What you know, over PC, over you know, wireless or over the Link. Okay. Yeah, I never finished the first one. You know, I kind of thought yeah. it was was kind of cool, and I don't know my my motivation goes sometimes on games, but it's just it wasn't enough to keep me going. But uh, yeah, we'll see how the second one is. We'll see how the, the second one is. The movement in that in, in Lone Echo was just too awesome, like floating through space. It was I good, yeah. yeah. And I think I, what I did spend time in was um, Echo Arena, right? So that was that was my jam. So like that's Echo Arena is mm-hmm. uh, that movement from Lone Echo into yeah. a competitive game, which that if it's a competitive game, that always kind of gets my attention more than anything. But you know, if it's a really good, compelling story, then Usually, I'll, I'm happy to play through the single player. I wouldn't say Lone Echo One was not bad, but it's, it still just didn't do it for me. But you're right, man. The, the the movement in that game is 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 pretty great, and that was like one of the early games that came out that really showed what VR could do and what VR could be when it was done, you know, for budget and people who kind of knew what was going on. Yeah, and like you really floating, you really felt like you were floating like it would be awesome if you could suspend yourself from your ceiling or something while playing that yeah hell yeah i mean that's that's it's impressive what they pulled off right the what carries that is the movement all right and then we got resident evil 4 coming out on october 21st unfortunately though you know all these things are tempered in my my book unfortunately it's just for the quest yep quest 2 specifically quest 2 so you know i saw some trailers and stuff and it's like Man, I wish this was coming out from PC VR, right? Yeah. Like, I just, uh, I don't want to put the Quest 2 on. I don't want to deal with you have lesser it in your experience. House, I do, I do. So I can, and I probably will. I probably will play that, mm-hmm. and then we can have a good review of it. Um, yeah. And you know what? I probably will have a good time. I probably will. I mean, I'll, I'll check out. I'm not gonna run and grab it without seeing what the reviews are. You know, like the mm-hmm. first day, what people are saying. But uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think I owe it to myself to play it because I. It has potential. There was this IGN preview about it, and the reviewer it made me laugh. He was like, "It was so intense. I had to use teleport. And I, <laughs> it was, and it was. I was getting motion sickness or something, and like oh, I God. couldn't handle reloading my gun and using free locomotion." Uh. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, I didn't hear that review, <laughs> but that sounds exactly how I, I think that review would go, and. How some yeah. of those reviewers were like Polygon and and IGN. I don't, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, maybe I'm old, but <laughs> reviewers were not babies <laughs> when we were when we were growing up in the '90s and yeah. and, and the, the the 2000s. You know, on 
uh, on these sites, and now it's just like it's just ridiculous. I, do you ever see that review um, making fun of like the um, H3, HBR3, whatever the hot gun? Uh, what is it? Hand grenades, horseshoes, hand horseshoes, grenades and yeah. hot dogs or whatever. Yeah, like a polygon review. It was just like whining about guns and thinking about guns and like they juxtapose it with this other guy's like yeah you could shoot all the guns and how fun it is right like you know mm-hmm. just the idea of losing out on fun but yeah there you go IGN just kind of putting somebody who's not a VR person and saying go review this game yeah Great. can you hire can you hire one guy that knows VR dude this is not <laughs> this is not 2016 and you're a gaming place yeah. like one person yeah it's like, right. hey, hey, Jimmy, you hate VR. Why don't you review this game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's coming out. Um, I assume you're gonna you're gonna get it, right? Or do you not well, have a Quest Two anymore? I don't have a Quest Two. I, you know, I bought one and I, I sold yeah. it. Um, so I got to do it then. I might. No, I might get one just for this. Oh boy. Yeah, I might. Well, you know Let's, what you do? You buy it from Amazon, and then send it back in uh, thirty days. Or, I mean, yeah, you I could, guess I, I'm I, not, could do I, that. I didn't say that, did I? <laughs> <laughs> I've Whatever. done that before, so well, I didn't, I didn't think of that. How hmm. how do we not have um, like an emulator for that or whatever you want to call it? like how we have? Um, yeah, re- something to run Quest or, games on a PC. Yeah, yeah, there, it would have to be an Android emulator because that's what is running on the yeah. Quest. Why don't we have that yet? Because like, we could play Oculus games, right? So we've got the uh, um, thing for that. What is it? But I'm it's a different it's called, C- if it's, it's a called different Revive, CPU. right? Yeah, Revive. Yeah. But yeah. that's using the same type of CPU, so maybe yeah. that's the issue. Android, they use an ARM CPU, whereas we're using like an x86 type of CPU. I'm guessing. I'm I guessing. Don't know. I'm guessing. Even if somebody figures it out, Facebook will go after them at this point with this. Yeah. All right. Well, there it is. I uh, I guess I got that to look forward to. I got to throw on a Quest Two in my face, but I can I can power through it. Yeah. All right. Do you do you ha- you still have the original head strap that came with it? Not a good yeah. better one. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. yeah, it does. They got the jock strap headset. Yeah. Or the the head strap. So. Hmm. But Martha or my girlfriend didn't want another one. She's just kind of like whatever. So that's why we have that, and that's that's hers to use when we play games together. So that's why okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy a better head strap for her. At least I say that now, unless I that's, really like the game and I'm starting to really suffer. That's probably why she doesn't want to play it. <laughs> just she it's it's my it's my fault that she doesn't want to get into vr because she'll play vr games if i if i find a game to play together and mm-hmm. I've, I've not been uh especially in the summertime i, I play less so we'll get back yeah. into it um all right space pirate trainer dx arena mode yeah so uh this this came out this month they they uh changed the title to space pirate pirate trainer dx and they added an arena mode where you can do 10 by 10 meter local or online play against a friend. It's quest only. Um, and to play it, so you have to have a 10 by 10 meter, that's the problem, 10 by 10 meter space that's cleared. So I, if I had a quest, I'd be trying this. I have, there's yeah. a tennis court within walking distance of my house that I could go to and use, I think, without getting in trouble. And I would try it there. I don't know if you have like warehouse or something that you could use to try it and you but you so you'd have to have if you're going to do local you have to have two people in the same 10 by 10 meter space with both with a quest 2 and you'd have to have internet but some people Mm -hmm. just use their phone as a hotspot for internet or you can do it online against other people 
Um, so and it's all physical movement. So there's no, you know, using your left thumbstick or your right thumbstick for anything. It's all, it's what, that's what's so cool about it. It, it does sound awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember, I remember like, it kind of had to be like two years ago at least around mm-hmm. there we saw like kind of a preview demo of this, right? Yeah. Like some, some video and I was like, that, that seems pretty amazing. Yeah. But I've heard uh, there's a there's a show I listen to on on or watch on YouTube, Coffee and VR. They tried it and they said even at ten by ten meters, they felt like it was too small. Mm. So yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm glad I'm not missing out then. Because <laughs> yeah. if it was awesome, then it then I'm gonna have to figure out how to do this. Yeah. Uh, but there's you know there's a lot of you know there's a lot of hurdles to overcome to make this happen. So yeah, it sounded like it might be a pain in the ass to set up. Yeah. Okay, well, that's, yeah. you know, sometimes that's a blessing because I'll just ignore it. Some other things that happened this month were some some big mods came out. MechWarrior 5, there's a VR mod for that, so you can play. That's a, a, a flat game that came out in 2021. You can play that in VR now with a free mod. Then Mafia Definitive Edition, that came out in 2020. That has a VR mod. Um, neither of them have motion controls. you got to use, you know, a gamepad or a keyboard and mouse. Um, but you can play those both in VR now. And they're also uh, Resident Evil 2 and 3 Remake. They, was come out in 20, they came out in 2019 and 2020, um, 2020. So they're getting VR mods. I've already seen videos of it. They already have motion controls working in those. Oh, wow. So that'll come out. I mean, pr- probably won't be too long that those will come out. And I'll definitely play those. I love Resident Evil. So uh, there's always... There's always cool mods coming out for flat games. Yeah, I tend to I tend to ignore them because I just figure that there's some jank factor. But maybe mm-hmm. I need to like I, I guess the Resident Evil games. Even though I'm not, I haven't played a lot of the Resident Evil games. Um, they probably intrigue me the most. Yeah, like horror game in VR where you get to shoot back and you've got a you know triple A game and suddenly you're you're able to step into VR. That mm-hmm. sounds great. So when's the when is that going to be released? The uh, mod for that? Oh, there's no date yet on the Resident okay. Evil games. All right. But okay. It can't be too long because you know they already have the motion controls working, and I don't. I actually don't know like how hard it is to do this stuff. So, yeah, there's usually. I mean, I kind of be pessimistic because I feel like there's mm-hmm. usually jank that goes along with it, right? Like it just yeah usually. And um, it just leaves you wanting more. But hey, I, I like I said, I've always had a lot of fun with Doom Three BFG and Edition, and uh, I had to stop playing it because it was just not working well with the Index. But but like Subnautica and Outer Wilds are two games yeah. that like I played in VR, and those are two of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, with mods. Um, all right. But Subnautica had it built in originally, I think. That's what I was gonna say. Like the developers yeah. did that. Like yeah. which you're gonna get. It it's something it's better. the it's Subnautica Below Zero that has the mod that I still really need to try. That has a VR mod that, from what I hear, is great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So where are we now? I'm sorry. All I, right. I skipped over that line, so That's I okay. messed this up. So now we're at. So on October 28th, there's gonna be a Facebook Connect. And recently, Facebook had a deal where you could buy a Quest and then get another one half off. And that's definitely made it seem like, all right, they're trying to get rid of Quest news because <laughs> something new is coming. Yeah. And so th- lately, there's been a lot of rumors and speculation coming out. There's all these people that analyze firmware updates and they, they, they get 
they get their hands on leaks, and then there are even Facebook employees that leak information. So this is all speculation, but it sounds like there's going to be, I think on October 28th at Facebook Connect, they're going to announce a, a Quest 2 Plus, and they might talk about a Quest Pro, but I think that's not going to be released until next year. Now, the Quest 2 Plus is sounding like it's going to have this dual-cell LCD, which is going to allow it to have, like, pixel-level backlight control. It's going to be, like, closer to the blacks of, like, an, of an OLED. Um, and the Pro, they're thinking maybe is going to have a micro OLED panel, which could make it much lighter and make the headset smaller. And micro OLEDs can, like, they can um, go much brighter and they can have better contrast. All sorts of things. Um, yeah, so blacks then, look way better in uh, yeah, OLEDs, for definitely. sure. Definitely. Yeah, so then it's going to have a 4K, 120 frames per second RGB camera for color pass-through in mixed reality. So there's probably they're probably going to be trying to do some AR stuff with this. Because um, the current camera for pass-through is black and white and looks terrible on the Quest 2. Um, then there's going to be, like, side-facing near-infrared cameras. Then it, it might have laser projection from the HMD to the controllers to improve tracking. So like, I don't know, it sounds sort of like what Valve does, shooting, you know, lasers out, except they're going to shoot it from the headset. Interesting. To the controllers. And then two eye tracking cameras in the headset and two face tracking cameras. Uh, I only care about eye tracking if it's going to lead to, you know, like verifocal lenses or rendering right. or lead to um a foveated you know dynamic foveated rendering i don't really care about the social use of it yeah i i agree i mean yeah that might be their main use though the social stuff because that's what facebook really cares about i think yeah <clears throat> um and, you know yeah and yesterday you have facebook going down for yeah like what all afternoon and so if uh, you yeah. couldn't play your quest right yeah yeah facebook yeah i heard down. yeah yeah, they're going through a bunch of stuff right now. So I, I'm sure yeah. on October 28th, they're going to try to address that stuff too. Yep. Um, so then this is really interesting. There there have been leaked controller images where at the, the each controller has three cameras on it and there's no tracking ring. So that's crazy, you know. So then you won't have the tracking rings getting in the way or hitting your headset or getting in the way of each other when you're like reloading and stuff. And so... The cameras, like, so like I said, there was that supposed laser projection that'll help with tracking, but then there's also these three cameras. So like when you put the controller behind your head, the three cameras will still be able to track where they are, where the controller is, because they won't have to, like, there won't have to be this laser or there won't have to be cameras that are actually seeing the controllers, like cameras on the headset, I mean. So that should improve controller tracking. Um, and it says there's going to be precise, precise finger position sensing, lens depth adjustment. and um, But some of this stuff, I don't know which is the Quest 2 Plus or which is the Quest Pro. Uh, it's hard to tell. Um, and a code, a code name that they keep, in, keep saying is C-Cliff. And I don't know if that's Quest 2 Plus or Quest Pro. Um, there's this guy on YouTube, sadly, it's Bradley. Uh, he's been leaking or a lot of this stuff or I don't know. He's getting information from other people I, or, or he's also been analyzing firmware and drivers and stuff and finding all this stuff himself too. Um, and so 
while we're talking about that, uh, Valve is rumored to be working on a standalone headset called the Deckard, which is a Blade Runner reference. The Harrison Ford's character's last name was Deckard. And it's going to have wireless VR link to the PC. And um, speaking of that, there have been videos of indexes running on uh, Steam Deck um, on the internet. So I don't, you know, it seems like maybe they're moving in this direction. Um, I don't know if it's going to be standalone with like its own OS and then you can run a game just on the headset or if it's just going to be like this standalone thing that you have to have a PC for. Nobody knows yet for sure. Uh, so it's supposedly rumored is a micro OLED that this sounds hard to believe, but it's 4K by 4K, like around 4,000 pixels by 4,000 pixels per eye. I don't know if I can believe that. Eye tracking with dynamic foveated rendering, varifocal lenses, and then an ARM CPU, which it's, it's, it's going to run Android in the headset. Um, a swappable head strap. So this guy, sadly, it's Bradley was saying that the, the default head strap he thinks is going to have just regular Wi-Fi, you know, like Wi-Fi six or something. But then there's going to be, he thinks another head strap that's going to have, um, Y gig two for like really good wireless, um, that maybe that's a separate purchase because the, the Vive wireless used Y gig one. And um, I have that, and that's it's really good, but it's not good enough for you know the current current resolutions and everything. Um, so I think that's all for that. Well, I'm curious. It, so how do you what, what's your what's your take on uh, what you understand or have heard about the Deckard? Um, not not much more than what I said. I mean, <laughs> I'm. I, are, you, oh, are you excited I, oh, yeah, for one, like the idea of Valve doing I, a, a, a? I'm excited, a but the thing or? is, the thing is with Valve, it's like, who knows how long it's going to take to release. I would love it if they announced it on October 28th. They've they've been known to do that. They'll announce a, a new product on the same day as Facebook Connect, or even like hours before or something, or minutes before. Yeah, that would be great, but I don't think they're ready. I mean, it, it's been over two years mm-hmm. since the release of the index. I mean, we're getting close to two and a, two and a half years at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to hear that Valve is still in the game, right? Like, still doing VR, still doing VR hardware. I love the index, you know, and I, I think that they really understand VR. And, and as a gamer, I'm on I'm on their side, right? Like, I don't try mm-hmm. to be a fanboy of of a certain system, but I'm I'm kind of like anti anti facebook to an extent i'm obviously on facebook but um I, just the direction that facebook goes in with potential ads and and uh, getting weird about everything so mm-hmm. uh, god i'm hope i'm hoping valve crushes it i would love to see them release something out kind of out of out of spider to, to kind of take the wind out of their sale of uh, facebook sales and and uh and the quest too so yeah, I, I don't know. It's I'm, I'm kind of like with you. I mean, I, you can look at what the leaks are suggesting and speculate, but you know, there's you got a long ways to go. It sounds like before we kind of get a good feeling of of this. And about these new these new quests, if they put all the weight in the front again, I don't care about them. Like, I don't, I, it has to be comfortable. 
Yeah. Like that's really important to me. And this this valve one, the from the patent images they've shown at least, it looks like they're putting a bunch of the weight in the back. And I think that's really important to you know, as a counter as a counterweight. Um, yeah. I I mean God, especially after you spend time in like an index where you can forget that you have a headset on. I mean, that's that should be the goal. Design yeah. something so you forget you're wearing a headset because it's mm -hmm. about immersion. And when you've got a brick strapped to your face, yeah. uh, like the Quest and Quest 2, you, you can never forget that, right? It's just, mm -hmm. oh, it's just there, and then it leads to pain after like 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so the next thing is the Index is now the second most used headset on Steam. Um, so the Quest 2 is at 33%. The Index is 17.5%. The Rift S is now at 17%. It was number two. The Vive is 9.7, WMR is 5.5, the Rift CV1 is 5, and the, this surprised me, the Quest 1 is only 5%. So, mm. um, Then, like, the, there's other headsets not even worth mentioning here, like Vive Pro 2 and Pimax and all those. Those are, like, 1% yeah. or less. Okay. Um, so then, um, oh, yeah, so HTC has a headset they're teasing now. HTC Vive Flow, it, it, it will be announced October 14th. It's probably going to be some micro OLED kind of like media viewer thing, because huh. they've gone, they've given little hints that show like some little cylind little cylindrical case and some little like hockey puck thing, and I don't know if that thing, I, I don't know exactly what they're trying to show there, but it and previously they've talked about some headsets called like Proton that they were gonna release that that had really small form factors. So people are thinking maybe that's what it is. But with them, it could just be some total bullshit. Because, you know, all the stuff that they've been talking about, showing, teasing, and then showing lately has just been crap. Yeah, so, I'm surprised. Uh, I mean, it's it's. I forgot about Vive at this point, right? Like, yeah. I've just sort of written them off. You mm -hmm. know, once Valve kind of separated and started doing their own thing, you can really see where the, um, in many ways where the talent is or the vision is for what VR needs to be and how to execute yeah. on it and market it and all that good stuff. So, hey, I, I welcome any any competition as we keep on pushing on and, and making it a better experience. But it's sort of like, all right, whatever. Whatever yeah. Revive, we'll see. Yeah. Whatever HTC. One of the thing that was, I thought, pretty interesting news was Medal of Honor Above and Beyond is going to come to Quest 2 this year as a you know standalone game. It will be crossed by on Oculus, there will there will be no cross play though, so Quest Two people will only be able to play Quest against Quest Two people multiplayer. So like that sucks for if anybody on PC want, wanted to play it, they're not going to get more people now, and it's going to be forty like around forty five gigs. So that might explain why they decided to uh, switch to the one hundred twenty eight gig Quest Two default over the sixty four um, when the games are that big. So then um, some games coming soon, uh, Song in the Smoke, that's going to come October 7th. Uh, that's going to be on Quest Rift and PSVR. It's not going to come to Steam. Eye of the Temple, October 14th, that'll come to Steam. I was a tester for that game, so I beat it, and yeah. I can already tell you I recommend that. Yeah, you like that Definitely. game. And I played the demo yeah. a little bit too. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty, and, pl pretty clever. Yeah, and I beat it with a corded index. Yeah. So you don't have to have wireless for that, and you don't need a lot of room space either. It gives yeah. you, it makes you feel like you're able to walk around in this space mm -hmm. using some clever mechanics. Yeah, definitely. 
And then Unplugged is this, like, it's like a Guitar Hero type of game, um, but you, it uses hand tracking. That's going to be Quest only, October 21st, but then it's going to come to Steam later. I'm not sure when. Or maybe it's going to come to Steam October 21st, but it only support Quest. They just, they're saying other platforms later. I don't know. Maybe they haven't figured out how they're going to do it. And that's going to have, like, some Aussie. It's going to have some, like, hard rock stuff. Okay. Yeah. So All that, right. that's cool. All right. Nothing on the uh, um, no big games coming out other than the ones we mentioned nah. with uh, Lone Echo and Resident Evil. I mean, those were the big ones. These are kind of the smaller yeah. coming soon ones. Yeah, those are smaller ones. Yeah. All right. Um, let's uh, let's let's roll over into the review portion of the episode. Um, mm-hmm. I'll kick it off with Layers of Fear VR. Um, first of all, Layers of Fear was a uh, a, a flat game. And this is the official VR mod. This is made by the company. It's um, so the publisher or developer is Incuvo SA. This came out on December 10th in 2019. So it's been out a while. Uh, it's priced at 19.99 on Steam, and uh, on Steam it's got a 72% approval rating. Uh, this game is also on Quest. Now I, I was I remember when I was when I got this game on Steam, I was like, well. Oh, this game's on Quest, so I was like, well, this is a good-looking game, you know, and, and usually when you have a 2D game and then it's ported over to VR, right, it's not designed from the ground up for VR, so optimizing it and getting it to run good, it's always it's always interesting to see how they pull that off. Um, you know, it's a good-looking game. I, I, I don't know how the, how the heck they can get it on Quest, and it doesn't sound like it's as, well, it runs as well or is as smooth or as great. But anyways... Um, this is kind of like I've seen this being used to describe games before, almost like a walking simulator. All right, you're not mm-hmm. shooting guns or anything like that. You, uh, I don't think you can run in the game. Um, you're just walking around. Um, you're in this kind of old mansion. I can't really tell what year it is. If if I'm supposed to be like, I think the story that you're following along takes place in like the 1800s. I don't know if I'm in the 1800s or I'm, I'm in this thing in the modern times. I'm, I'm, I've not beaten this. I'm probably about halfway through it just for reference. But, um, so you're walking, not shooting, not running. You're just kind of proceeding through this. Best way I can describe this is like, you know, we're in a, we're coming up on Halloween. It's October. You know, you've probably have maybe in your area, like, um, like kind of haunted houses springing up. It's kind of like that, right? Like only, you know, significantly better. But you're walking through um, this house and um, you're kind of figuring out this story. It's, it's unfolding through maybe newspaper clippings or sometimes you hear um, audio, like kind of like um, not like a, like a tape that you put in, but just like audio will kind of come on and tell a story interacting between like the characters who used to live in the house. Um, you get the sense that something terrible happened in the house, um, revolving around, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but this is, this is pretty obvious. I mean, just like looking at the cover or, or the game or probably in the game description of like an, the guy's like an artist, hence layers, layers of fear. So there's a, a lot of paintings in the game and a lot of the, the sp- uh, kind of spooky things that happen, um, sometimes, um, happen through paintings. Um, it's, it's jump scares i guess is the best way to describe it i mean again i go back to my haunted house analogy where you're just kind of walking through and nothing's happening and like boo you know like something will happen and mm-hmm. it will scare you and 
you know, you'll yell in your VR space and my girlfriend laughs at me when that happens. <laughs> and I say, why don't you go in there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, did and you, it's, did you, did you do a, like a, 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 a three, six or a one eighty, and then see something scary at one point? Um, yeah, I think, yes. I mean, like, Again, there's something, I, there's something you didn't expect to see, and then you're like, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Like you're walking in a in a in in, in a room, and like the space yeah. changes. Yeah, uh, like something's yeah. closer, or your walls closed in on you, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to give away too much, but you kind of get you you'll play it for not even that long. You'll you'll see kind of the the tricks that they use, but it, it it's mm-hmm. always effective, and you kind of know something bad's gonna happen. There's cliche kind of jump scare um, tricks, but. Um, you know, if that's what you're looking for, then I, I think the game does it well. I mean, it's fun. It's that kind of experience. I don't, I don't spend long in that game when I go in there cause it's can be pretty nerve wracking, but I, I think, as I said many times before, these kind of horror themes just work really well in VR. Like it's a really interesting experience. You know, you're watching like a horror movie and you kind of, what would I do in this situation or how I would feel? Well, it's like, you're in that nightmare, right? You're really putting on that. You download this game, you put on your headset and you're torturing yourself for a little, little bit. So if you like to be scared or you just want to put a friend in there, that's, that's good. And I think that there's some, some meat to this game. Um, it's at least, I think, uh, roughly like three hours long, something like that. So, um, you know, the, it took the, the, me at uh, 3.3 hours to beat it. There you go. Yeah. And it's, I, I don't know. I mean, for me, I, I just do it in, in bursts when I play it. Um, so I feel like it's even longer. I mean, it's a long three hours to, to, to kind of torture yourself through it. Yeah. Um, anything else that I missed kind of a, a, the overview or kind of describing the game? No, you just go through rooms and sometimes you find an object that you're going to have to yeah. use somehow to proceed. And there were, when I got further into the game, there were some puzzles where sometimes I had to really like figure it out. I really didn't know what to do. Oh, wow. So I was going to yeah. say, like, there really isn't, like, it's not like there's, like, a inventory system, per se. No. Like, there's keys you pick up mm-hmm. or, or something like that, but you don't you don't hold on too long, or it's not like you're trying to use this object and figure out where this goes. And I have, again, I've played for over an hour, maybe an hour and a half. I haven't gotten into any really major puzzles yet, or I've mm. not gotten to a point where I'm stopped. I mean, it's it's linear, right? Like, it's always kind of pushing you on this path forward. So, right, it's just pushing you through the story. Um, it gets so weird toward the end that you're like, I don't even know what the game wants me to do because it's so weird. In like, a good way? Do you yeah, think in a good, good way. way. It's really surreal. All right. All right. And, um, yeah, that's the best part of the game, I think, that part. Yeah, I want to get through this game. Um, it is scary, man. It's 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 a cool game. Um, the graphics in the game are... I think the graphics are really good. I mean, they're they're pulling from a two D game that that I, I think looked good and um, looks pretty good in VR. I mean, it's hard it's hard for me to imagine it looking much better. I'd say, um, which if you're gonna have a game that has like a lot of paintings and stuff like this and this detailed mansion, then then it makes sense and it kind of really adds to the atmosphere of the game. Um, sound and music. Again, if if you're going to be positioning yourself as a horror game, you've got to have good sound. And this game, the game delivers. There's 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 creepy noises here and there. A lot of times there's there's no sound, right? And that's like 
that helps build a, a sense of calmness, but you know, the dread's coming and, and something's loud's going to happen. And it's going to scare you. So, um, yeah, it kind of, it, it checks the box of like good sound, good music in, in the, in this game. Um, voiceovers were, were pretty decent. Um, I think that covers that. Anything you want to add to the graphics or sound? I honestly can't remember. I wish, I wish I, I've thought about playing it again a little bit, but I can't remember the sound <laughs> and all that. Yeah, I think um, this is something that I've said before, and I'll, and I'll continue to say, like, when I think of the sound of music in the game, it's it's almost good if I can't really remember anything remarkable by it, because that means it's just kind of doing its job. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm really kind of going off on the sound or really remembering it, it's either because it's really good, kind of really exceptional, or it's really bad, mm-hmm. right? Like when we were making fun of that one game on the... Um, Floor and, plan, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this this game definitely gets the job done, right? Like, yeah, um, good sound, good music. The controls, the controls, eh, the controls aren't bad. You know, I'm using the index controller. Um, you can you can grab objects. I think I had the problem where maybe objects are falling on my hand. I can't remember a little bit, but you just you can you can open cupboards and drawers. But I, I think you said this last podcast, like. <laughs> Like there's so many things you can kind of interact with and mm-hmm. it's like, they don't do anything. Yeah. You know? So, and, I, and it's like, you don't want to not interact with it because like, I'm like, Oh, the minute I don't interact with it, yeah. something's in there that I need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, you go around just opening this cabinet, opening this cabinet, opening this drawer, opening this, like, and then yeah, eventually, yeah, you actually, I think you do eventually open one and like, well, holy shit, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you're, yeah, you're, if you get the sense that you're opening and closing things a lot and like, you're not getting anywhere. Well, that's that's the game. I mean, it's cool that they have that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have like much in the way of object interaction because it is a two D game. So like you can't pick up a lot of objects that you see or like throw them or toss them. The ones that you can pick up and like look at might be like a note or a newspaper, which is cool. You can kind of rotate it around your hand and look at it. Um, then if you release it, just kind of floats back to like the table. Mm-hmm. You can't really, you know, it's you could tell this game wasn't built from the ground up, but that's okay. I think that they did a good job with the VR in this game. Um, now, granted, I'm playing this game almost two years after it came out, so I don't know what it was like at launch. Um, but but for me, uh, it ran well on my game. I, I don't really think I had any um, f- too many frame drops or anything like that. I had it running a smooth 90 uh, uh, frames per second, and it looked good, ran good. Um, it just it, it worked, right? Like the game, the game worked. It was a good... 2d uh, 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 VR port from a 2d game um, the immersion in the game like uh, the immersion kind of falls into the, the control it wasn't built from the ground up so it's lacking a little bit in some you know things that we, we would like to see in VR but I I think where it makes up for that is that just the sense of, of fear that's going on um, again like I'll play it for maybe 15 minutes I'm like that's enough <laughs> That's that's good immersion, right? Like when I'm yeah. when I'm kind of crumbling as an adult, and I know mm-hmm. this is a game, and I don't want to press on any further because it does a good job. It looks good and it sounds good, and the controls like aren't broken or anything to the point where I, I can't I can't function in the game. Yeah. Um, last ability. I mean, a game like this, you play once and you're done, right? It really has no last ability unless you want to throw some friends in there and torture them. But it, I, I don't think this is a good, like, let me throw somebody in this at a party because it really, <laughs> it's a drawn out game. It takes time to kind of get going and stuff, which is, this is not, 
not a bad thing. It's just not a, uh, you know, I think once you play it, you're, you're going to be done with it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Justin, you got anything else to, to add before uh, kind of slap a rating on it? Um, I can't remember. All right. Like that surreal stuff that I was talking about? Yeah. That really stuck out to me. That's the main okay. thing I remember. I don't want to give that away. Um, but I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I would say I, I would give this game an, an 8 out of 10. I think okay. it's um, appropriately priced at, at 20 bucks. I think that even though it's like, you know, three and a half hours, three hours, um, it's an intense three hours. Like, right, like some sometimes you spend three hours in a game and it flies by in a pinch. Um, this this won't. You're going you're gonna to feel every second of the game. Um, and I, I think it's done well. It's, it, I'm glad that we need – I want to see more 2D games uh, made over to a VR component too, and I, and I think they did a good job. So um, easy recommendation by me. Especially this time of year around Halloween, you want to do something scary. Uh, I do recommend Layers of Fear VR. I'm going to say seven and a half. So all close. right, all right, nice. All right, well, the next game is all you. That's missed. Um, the yeah. only the only relation I have to miss is I played it in 1995 a little <laughs> bit. And I, I did not like it then, so take it away. That's what I figure. Yeah, I I didn't. I must not have liked it much either because when I was playing this in VR, I was like, I don't remember any of this stuff. So Mist came out. Um, so Kion Worlds Inc. Uh, came out with this Mist VR. It's also it, you can also play it flat. August twenty sixth, twenty twenty one, for twenty nine ninety nine. It has a ninety percent on Steam. And, but it first it first came out on Quest as a Quest exclusive, which pissed me off. Uh, so Mist originally came out. I didn't know that it was a Mac a Mac exclusive in ninety three, and then the PC game came out in ninety four. Um, so I got it as a kid in 90, I'm guessing 94 and I played it, but I think I didn't know what the hell to do. And I think I just gave up and played doom instead. Let me just go blow shit up instead. Dude, that's exactly my story. That's, I think (laughs) any, any kid who was our age and had a PC, you know, and what was cool at the time in like 94, 95 is like a CD ROM drive, right? Like this was a game that was on, CD and it had like photorealistic graphics, right? Like had yeah. really good stuff like that, right? Yeah, I wonder, did it take a really long time for the the scenes to load? I wonder if that was part of it. It would almost play like a full motion view. It was you click on mm-hmm. it and then it would play this, and you're just like, all right, yeah. It's it was it, to me it was gimmicky, right? Like yeah. it was trying to showcase technology at the time at the sacrifice of. Maybe the puzzles were fine, but it was just not a fun game. Like I said, I, I went and played Doom instead. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, you start out on this hub island, which is called, uh, like, the Mist Age, and it's one of five ages. So each age is basically, like, a level, um, and it has, like, multiple puzzles on it that you have to figure out. Um, in the first Mist Age, there's a library there where you can read from books that can give you hints and tell you the story of like what's going on here a little bit and um you're, there's just gonna be uh you know it's, it's a puzzle game so if you don't like puzzle games definitely don't get this uh you're, there's a story about these like these two brothers and like one seems like he's crazy and one seems like he's greedy and you're trying to figure out like which of these guys is the good one and um, so you're going to find red pages and you're going to find blue pages in each of those, those different ages. And, um, so when you go back, 
you know, you collect the pages, and when you go back to the library, you put the pages on either the red book or the blue book, and one corresponds to each of those brothers, and then you can learn more of the story, and then you'll get these little, these little uh, videos where the brother you picked will talk to you, and um, I don't know. Along the way, there are a lot of like red herrings. Like there's all sorts of things you can interact with and do things with, but then like you later find realize, well, that didn't even matter. That wasn't even part of a puzzle. Um, so I think that's kind of cool that it's not super obvious. Um, but I also I did have to look up some stuff because I was like, I'm not going to sit here in VR for over an hour trying to figure out what to do here. And sometimes it was like, oh, I never would have realized that. Or sometimes it was, oh, I feel stupid. So anyway, uh, the graphics. Um, so when I first loaded into this game, the graphics were blurry at first. And I was like, what the hell? But then I looked into the settings and I turned on DLSS. I guess you just have to have an RTX card for that. And then put it to the highest sharpness. And then the graphics look really good. I don't know if... You know, you could fix that with a non-RTX card. Probably, because I didn't see people complaining about blurriness. Um, and the re the wood in this game is really realistic looking. You can get right up on it, like totally up on it, and it still looks realistic. Like, especially like in the library and, um, you know, other places like that. It has really nice lighting. It even has, like, RTX lighting, but I didn't even turn that on because... I, I thought it might impact performance too much. I, I wish I had tried it. But I, so, there were some times where I was getting performance issues because I had a lot of the settings turned up pretty high. So I didn't want to risk it. Like lo Looking up at the sky, the clouds were moving. And I, went, I always look up at a sky to see, in VR to see if the clouds are moving. Because most games, it's just like a static image. and So I'm happy to see moving clouds. That um, Those videos I was talking about of those brothers, they have these 3D... like characters that are you know 3d pre-rendered characters in the original game they had full motion video of those brothers and a lot of people complained in the in the reviews and steam and um they added the option to put the full motion video back in so now you can see the brothers the way they originally were and there's also some video of like their father and you can see it affects that too so um the sound and music is is really good. It's atmospheric and eerie, and then there are puzzles where you have to use music to solve the puzzle. You have to, I mean, you have to listen to the sounds. Um, there's, you know, a few that are like that where sound is really important. And the controls, you have free loco, and I like that you could sprint. It's a puzzle game where you can sprint because like there's some places where you need to like you're going to be running back and forth between like some pretty far distances and that sprint helped a lot and you could it was pretty fast i like any vr game where i can move really fast anytime a game makes me move slowly i get really annoyed but you could also teleport um there's a camera you can you know actually use and hold like a camera and take pictures of like clues uh, so you don't have to write stuff down like you would if you played this game originally you take a photo and then you can access your photo album to see these clues that you you found along the way and you can interact with things with your hands and you can pick up items and stuff but as far as immersion though the hands like most vr games the hands pass through your hands pass through everything there's no physics going on really um another thing that annoys me a lot but most games do this like if you if you reach for an object and grip it the grip the object 
like snaps into this predefined position. You know what I'm talking about? How most games are like that. So you reach for an object, grip yeah. it. Like, do you actually touch the object or? Yeah, like your hand is on the object and yeah. you, you do grip. And then the object spins itself into a completely different position oh. into your hand once you're actually holding it. Like once you yeah. hold grip. I don't. I can't think of another game that does it offhand, but yeah, that's that's annoying. It's it yeah. just seems like you're so close, dude. Why don't you just make it what it's supposed to be? Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how a developer. I mean, it's hard to think of like maybe Half Life Alex, maybe Boneworks, maybe those types of games. They allow you to pick up the object in the same orientation that it is when you're look first first grabbing it. Like those games probably allow that. But like most games, they have this predetermined, you're only allowed to hold this object this one way. So like they snap into that one way. And can you rotate it around and look at you can, it? Yeah, you, you can rotate it around with your controller, yeah. Mm. I wonder it, if that's like yeah. Layers of Fear does that. I'm sure Layers I of bet, Fear does that yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, there like you go. Most, I do I know think, a game. Yeah, I think most games do that. But it, was, yeah. it, really, it really stood out in this game to me because sometimes they would snap into like really weird angles in my hands. Um, then that was the object jumping thing. And then the photo menu. So it would be cool if you could have picked, like pulled out a photo album to look at your photos, but you have to go into a menu. Like you have to go in like to a, a menu to then see your photos and then exit the menu. Um, so that kind of hurt immersion. Uh, this took me six hours to beat, but like I said, I did have to look up some things cause I wasn't patient enough. Like in a puzzle game in VR, like I'll give it. I don't know, 30 minutes. And then I'll be like, all right, I'm not, I'm not going to look, I'm not going to rack my brain on this one puzzle for 30 for longer than that. Usually. Yeah. Um, well, hearing you talk about that and say that that's kind of the exact reason that I don't do puzzle games, but also, mm -hmm. um, when you were talking earlier and you're like, wait, did I not, did I, am I having trouble with this puzzle because it's poorly designed and like sort of illogical, right? Like how, mm -hmm. how on earth would I figure that out? Yeah. You know, and you, and you don't know that. Am I, it's like when I'm facing a puzzle in a game, it's like, okay, is it, is it me who, who I, I can't figure out? Cause I'll, per, I'll persist at it. You know, like yeah. I will, I will do that. But after a while I'm like, or is this just so badly designed that if I looked it up and I read it, I'd be like, that's how you're supposed to do it. And that's when I sort of like, like, Oh God, I just wasted so much time agonizing over something when it's really sort of not my fault. Like it was just a poorly designed puzzle. Yeah, I wish the game could give you some little hint without giving it away so I don't have to go look it up. But yeah, w there were some where, yeah, like I was like, oh, I never would have realized I could, I could do that thing. And then once you realize that, you're like, well, how many more of these puzzles are going to be that way? So then you just end up like being like, well, I might as well just go look up this one too because it's, it's probably yeah. <laughs> uninstall, hit uninstall. Yeah. yeah. So uh, another, as far as last ability, there's an option to randomize the puzzles. That's cool. So if you already have the game memorized or if you beat it once, you can hit randomize and then all the solutions change. Like, you know, it'll be the same type of puzzles, but like, you know, the numbers and the, the way to do them all changes. I got 17 out of 26 achievements. So there's more stuff there you could do. Um, I liked it. I liked it all until there's a part in the game that's a maze. And that part, pissed me off i had to look up how to get out like you would you would be stuck in this maze for a long time really annoyed 
You would have already uninstalled the game, Nick. Uninstalled for sure. Oh, 100%. I got yeah. that sense when I was a kid and I tried to play it. I remember watching my dad play it and <laughs> he, he never played through the game. I mean, he just sort yeah. of was like, all right. I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm watching him do work. Yeah. Um, it's a good game and I, I enjoyed it. Um, there were mild performance issues. I'm using an RTX 3080, but I did have the settings up pretty high. Um, it would just be like occasionally I would there would be like frame hitches. So I don't know. Um, uh, I'm going to give this a, uh, I'm going to give it, okay, as far as puzzle games go, I'm going to give this an eight. I'm probably surprised by that, but the graphics are really nice and like the, it felt really nice in there. And I was mostly not annoyed. I was mostly pleased. So all right, that's solid. I mean, it's sitting at ninety percent on Steam, right? People, yeah. people like it. People, they're still making mist. Kind of blows my mind, but yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'm not even gonna touch that game. So yeah, there, there you have it. Thanks for thanks for reviewing it for us. Someone someone has to. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Uh, so I'll jump in. This is a game that I played. I'll, I'll be quick with it. This is Off the Chains Disc Golf. Um. I got into disc golf like uh, I don't know back in late August. Uh, my brother introduced it to me, and uh, I've just been like jumping headfirst into. It. I absolutely love it. Love playing disc golf. Have you ever played, Justin? No, I've never tried it. Okay. Have you played golf before? I have only played mini golf. Can you believe that? Oh wow! Yeah. All right, so you won't be able to relate to any of this. Um, well, for for golfers out there. And you haven't never played disc golf. Um, there's a lot of similarities with golf. I mean, even just kind of like throwing the disc, it's a lot. And like, you know, kind of turning your body, your hips, using your, your leg strength, things like that. Like the terminology in disc golf is the same as golf. So it's it's a, it's an easy thing for me to get into uh, because I grew up playing golf. But it's different enough that I actually like it better than golf because golf is super expensive and disc golf is once you buy the disc, most courses are free. So I saw I, I saw that there was actually a number of disc golf games in VR, believe it or not. Who knew? I didn't. And and Off the Chains was one of them. And the reason I picked up this one was because I guess it had a multiplayer component. And to me, that seemed like if I'm going to play disc golf in VR, it'd be way more fun to play with some friends, right? And compete against them. Um, that's what attracted me to it. So the uh, publisher, uh, uh, developers called Dream Nerdy came out in November 12th of 2020. It's at 52% on Steam and it's also on Quest. I think Quest Beta or whatever that branch is or however you access it. But um, I think one of the ways I got drawn attention to this game was it kept on appearing in like my my facebook like you know in sponsored posts and it was um targeted as like a quest game so um that's how i learned about it so this is a it's a disc golf game that's got a i think at least seven courses on it so it's it's got some it's got some good the contents there it's early access right now i think they just they just updated it like yesterday of course um before you know we did this review and then they said that they just totally revamped the physics design in it. So you've got to really take this review as a uh, grain of salt, which is why I'm kind of just blowing through it. I am. Um, I I just I wanted to like this game because I wanted. I, I'm super into disc golf right now, so I'm, I, I like 
VR, I like disc golf. Let's see how this is. Um, I'm just starting off as a player, so it's hard for me to really talk about the feel in this game compared to really playing disc golf and how things should behave and work because I'm still learning the game and still learning to throw. Um, you know, things like putting just felt like the weight was off on it. I don't know if the physics update fixed that or not, but I, I didn't, I, I had more trouble playing this game in VR than I do when I'm out on the disc golf course and I'm just beginning. So it was, it was kind of like a fight. And I kept on playing because I kept on wanting to like it because I wanted this disc golf game, but I was just kind of, kind of struggling. I was trying to throw it like I, I would normally throw it, and I feel like I can't do it in the game like that. So then I'm gonna have to kind of learn how the game wants me to throw it. But then I'm like, well, why am I playing this game? This is disc golf, or I'm playing some something else that's that's just totally not aligned with those mechanics. So again, this is based on. A version of the game a few weeks ago this game is in it seems to be getting regular updates i think they've updated twice in in september um i actually i, I refunded it because uh, it, it you know it was um i don't have the price on here but it's it's 19.99 i ended up refunding it i see that it's on sale now for like 14.99 i might get it again because i just really i really want this to be almost a game that it's not but i see that it's being developed so maybe it'll get better the biggest maybe letdown for me in this game is that the uh, the graphics just aren't good. They didn't look that terrible in the um, screenshots, but I think one really big missed opportunity here is that one nice thing about disc golf is that you're often playing on courses that look aesthetically pleasing. I mean, you're out in nature. A lot of times, sometimes you're out in the woods. So it, the graphics should have been just so much better. I mean, I can really see an opportunity for a really cool disc golf game and just being able to put on a VR headset and being transported outside into nature. Um, then, you know, that's one of the things that I like about disc golf. It gets me outside kind of like going through a hike, but also playing a game. Uh, and the, you know, the graphics in the game just do absolutely nothing for me. They just look pretty bad. Uh, and that's, yeah, I, I, think, I agree. I looked at it on, yeah. on Steam. It looked that looked pretty bad to me. I feel like the graphics could be five times better, you know, yeah. like, like with easy. So I kind of lost all reasons to kind of, pers- the, the, the sounds weren't great. You'd hear like a chirp here and there. Um, even just throwing the disc into the chains is not the satisfying sound that I'm would expect. It kind of sounds like it, but not. I, it's just so weird. It's just like, I want to like this game. I almost want it to be something that it's not. I see it's getting updated, but when I play it enough, I'm just kind of kind of disappointed. I feel like I'm just kind of playing like a eh, meh, really mad game. And I guess the 52% on Steam reflects that. So, you know, <sighs> immersion, like I said, I mean, you, you throw it around. Like they, they, I'm using Index. They don't really have like a map for the Index. So um, the way I throw the disc on there, I have to actually pull the trigger and then release the trigger instead of just like, closing my hand on a disc and opening my hand. So that's another place where that kind of falls apart. I bet it wouldn't work well with the index grip. Yeah, because I guess it's got to be really sensitive, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be interested in seeing him trying to pull it off, right? You're, you're, yeah. you're absolutely right, because I feel like there's a lot of room for error trying to get the index grip, and maybe the foolproof way is gripping the trigger button and releasing. That's mm-hmm. probably the reality of the situation, but but still, um, between the the really lackluster graphics, um, you know, not being able to use the index 
fully in the way you should. Even if they gave finger tracking, that'd, that'd be an improvement. It's just, eh, it's just, it's all right. Last ability, last ability might be, this is, I'm feeling like pulled back in because there's seven courses they keep on working on. It. There is multiplayer, so maybe maybe this game will, will get where it needs to be, but I just don't see like a graphical overhaul. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to give this game a, even before I saw the Steam rating at 52%, I had it solidly booked as a 5 out of 10. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, I don't know, I'm a, little, I'm a little disappointed. I can't believe that there's like two or three other disc golf games out there, and none of them just seem to be really that great. Hmm. And so. disc golf, do you, is the goal just to hit the chains, or do you get it in the chains? You get it in. You get it in the basket. I mean, if you hit those chains with the with the disc, the ba- like those chains kind of slow down and grab it, kind of. And oh, it goes really? in the basket. Yeah, you want to get it in there. Um, okay. You know, usually like a hole is like a hole could be anywhere from two hundred feet to, you know, on like the pro courses they might play up to seven hundred, one thousand feet. Like a mm-hmm. course I go to around here, like average hole is like two hundred fifty feet to maybe three hundred fifty. So you know, you try to. You might be a par three. You try to throw it into the basket from you know three hundred feet away in in uh, only three 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 throws. There we go. Three throws. Got it. Yeah. And you use different. Um, each disc has like a different rating on it. So you have a disc that's a putter. Like it's not oh, wow. designed to fly really far. It's a little heavier, right? It maybe glides a little better. Then you have like distance drivers that are really like hard to throw for a beginner, and you have to really have like a lot of arm speed and and kind of body movement to really throw that disc Hmm. um so yeah i mean that's kind of i mean they have that in the game right selecting the the right disc is it gonna you know fade to the left is it gonna start turning to the right is it gonna tend to glide more do you have to throw the disc really hard to get it to do what it's supposed to do so that's in there i mean that's disc golf and that's kind of what's interesting about it you know there's there's different discs just like there's different clubs in golf are there so, Araby shaped discs or just like frisbee shaped? They're all they're all like disc disc shaped, like frisbee okay. shaped. But like they're they yeah, but the discs are smaller than a frisbee. Right? Oh, okay. Frisbee frisbee seems huge compared to like a a disc golf disc. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, these are just these are these are different and like the way you throw it is 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 different than the probably you would want to throw a frisbee. So, I don't know. That's that. All right. Overload. Yes, Overload. Uh, This, I don't know, I I was playing this a lot. I played it for 13 hours. Uh, So this came out by Revival Productions, LLC. It came out May 31st, 2018. Uh, I'm not sure if it had VR when it came out, or... But, I mean, I, I've had it for a while. It's uh, $29.99, 94% on Steam. So this is a modern descent, like the game Descent from the 90s. It's a really intense zero-gravity, six-degree-of-freedom shooter. And, like, if you like games like Doom or Quake, you're going to like this game, definitely. Um, so the setting is the year 2118, and you're, like, the different levels are basically different, like, moons of Saturn. Nick, guess guess how many moons of Saturn there are. I'm going to say a lot. 13? 82. What? Can you believe that? <laughs> That's insane. So uh, you don't go to all 82, but, you know, you go to maybe you go to 15. I don't remember. Um, so um, the story is there are these mining and security robots that are on these different space stations that are on different moons of Saturn. And um, 
they malfunction for some reason, and now they're trying to kill you. And eventually, aliens get involved too. So, I don't know if I said that. 15 levels, then there's eight primary weapons and eight secondary weapons. The primaries are a typical blaster type, you know, or, you know, just different variations on that, or some that, like, shoot, like, like not... They don't shoot as often, but they're higher power. Some that are like a like a minigun type of spray. Then the secondary weapons a lot of times are like uh, heat-seeking missiles and mines and things like that. And you can you can upgrade all of these. There's lots of different upgrades for all of these different weapons that you can get. Then there's ship upgrades. You increase increase your speed, increase your boost, increase like how much energy your ship has, increase all sorts of things. Um, and along the way, you find upgrade points, and what those up, uh, that's what you use. So in each level, you're you know there's secrets, and you're gonna find these upgrade points, and then you'll use those to upgrade your weapons and your ship. And there are like I don't know around 20 different enemy types. There are three bosses, and you're gonna find audio logs along the way to help you you know with the story. You know it'll be like you know people from the ship talking. Sometimes there'll be um, like the main the main guy who ran the whole operation he'll be talking about stuff and uh you can find people that are that are stuck in stasis in these little pods uh, you know in each level you can find them and that's basically a secret each each place where you find them there's secrets there's secrets all over the place just like a doom or quake game and when you beat a level it'll tell you what percent of secrets you found and usually for me it was you know i usually didn't find many of them actually uh, so the graphics are really good. It's high res and high poly, like, and it has really good lighting. So I mean, I was impressed with all of it. Uh, the sound and the music it has great music. It's like industrial metal and techno, and it reminds me of Terminator. So I mean, I liked every song I heard. I think, and uh, the controls you use every button on your gamepad so it doesn't use motion controllers you're going to use a gamepad or you could use a keyboard and mouse you could i'm sure you could use you know a flight stick you know with a with a throttle if you, if you have that um but uh yeah every single button on the gamepad i had to use because it's six stuff you know you're you're moving you know vertically up and down you're you're spinning left and right you're turning you're rolling you're, you don't need to roll in the game because you know rolling in vr can be you know nauseating for some people's it's not necessary. Um, so then the immersion, yeah, you're you're in a cockpit. I don't really remember looking around the cockpit. I don't think the cockpit, there was much to see in that. But you have a cockpit you're seeing. There's probably a way, if you wanted to, to make the cockpit go away. Or, or maybe you could, you could probably, I didn't even try, see, like, if you want to see from a third-person view your, your ship, maybe you can. I'm not sure. But I stayed in the cockpit the whole time. So I felt immersed. I mean, I sat in a chair, of course, the whole time playing this with my gamepad. And, um, yeah, I felt like I was really there. So, yeah, it took me 13 hours. There's all these secrets. There's also multiplayer, which I've never tried. Um, there's DLC. There's all these extra levels. I'm not positive the DLC levels work in VR because uh, I didn't buy them. I only got eight. I beat the game, and I only got eight out of 50 achievements. So... There must be a ton of other crap to do. Um, for my rating, it was frustrating, but that's because I didn't realize that you can save at any point. I just, earlier on in the game, I kept going into levels pretty far and then dying. 
and getting pissed off having to start at the beginning of the level. And then later on, I realized, oh, I got to save. Another thing I could say is, like, the levels are pretty samey. Like, you know, a lot of Doom and Quake levels, aren't they? You kind of feel like a lot of it looks pretty, pretty much the same. You're going to feel that way in this game. There are going to be places where mostly you're going to see, you know, uh, really metallic rooms. And some of the rooms are really big and are going to have a ton of enemies coming at you. I mean, there's enemies that are firing at you. Then there are enemies that, that rush at you with like spinning blades and stuff and they're you know like kamikaze type enemies and there there are some rooms where there are so many enemies that my computer was having performance issues with a 3080 and, and so i had but i had settings jacked up so i don't know maybe if you had the settings much lower you'd be okay um but i feel fine with the performance my rating for this is a nine out of ten this is a must, oh, wow. a must buy game, and I wanted to do a review of it because I think a lot of people don't know about it because it's it's older, and I don't hear people talking about Overload. It's awesome. I've never heard about it. So, like yeah. when you say it's a must buy game, like what type of person? Like if it's like if you like these yeah. type of games, you you would love must this buy game. if you like first person shooters and you can handle that mm. fast movement. Okay, and you know if you you feel okay. In space, six six stop space type of games where you're in a cockpit. If you feel okay with that and doesn't make you feel sick, then yeah, then get this. All right. This is really intense. Um, that I love intense games like this. So intense in what yeah. sense? That like the like, speed of it and just the combat. Like, like I actually never even upgraded my ship's speed because I was fine with how fast it was. Hmm. Because it so much of the game you're in a corridor. Where you're in a room where like you can't be going really fast, um, so I felt like it was fast enough. Intense as in like you come around a corner and then there's a, a ton of enemies right there firing at you, and because they saw you, they're now chasing you, and you're panicked, mm. and you're trying to manage your controls. Like, oh, I gotta run away, but I also as I'm running away, I need to fire at them to try to kill them. And oh shit, where can I hide? Where can I hide? Ah. You know, it's just, you know, it's like that. I find it highly amusing that the two games that you decided to review this month yeah, uh, are <laughs> both games basically from the 90s. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's true. If it's like, you know, if this is like basically Descent. I'm a retro gamer. You are. You yeah. are, so it makes sense. You know, it's yeah. funny. I didn't really like Descent in the 90s either. Like, I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm glad you bring that perspective. I didn't get though. to play it much in the '90s. Um, I, yeah, I I didn't play it much, but it never I never took to it. Yeah, I played a decent amount, but it's just it's not like you know other games of that in that era, like you know Doom and Quake and whatnot. Yeah, if, if this is on sale, I say get it. Like it, I'm, it goes on sale. I think often. I okay. think I probably got it on sale. Yeah, yeah. I should probably add that just to. I feel like I've bought so many games that I've just never seen through, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting so, like, picky about things now. Um, but, yeah, I think it's, like, I mean, it's sitting at 94%. Um, it sounds pretty good from what you describe. And you're every, right. I've not heard anybody talk about this game. Every level, though, as, as far as Sammy, every level you, you start out, you go through, you kill enemies, you find secrets, you find upgrades, you find missiles and ammo. And then, like... I think every level at the end, you come to like a reactor, like a reactor core that you yeah. have to blow up. And then every level you have to escape. 
Now there's something called, I forgot to mention, a hollow guide. You, you, where this little holographic robot will, will show you where you need to go. I had to use that a lot because you'll get lost and you won't know where the hell to go. There is a map you can pull up, but um, so just like in Doom, a map that you could actually move through while you're looking at the map. But I use the hollow guide a lot, especially once I blew up the reactor because the hollow guide would tell me where I need to go to get the hell out before it explodes because I, di I did die sometimes where I couldn't get out in time and then uh, the, the place exploded with along with me. So that was just one more thing I want to say. All right. And then uh, last but maybe not least is Forewarned, which is by Dream Bike Games. It came out less than a month ago on September 10th of this year. It's currently sitting at 89% on Steam. Um, Forewarned is a game I grabbed because I saw people on our Discord talking about this multiplayer game that's kind of like Phasmophobia, but it sounded like it might be a little bit better where you go into an Egyptian tomb and kind of get some treasure and figure out what the kind of bad guy um, is in that tomb. So, I mean, I'm just going to cut to the chase. This is basically uh, a Phasmophobia clone. So as soon as I say that, you're either going to love it or not care about this game at all, right? Like, um, same concept of Phasmophobia. We reviewed that game last year, and at the time, I, I, was, I was pretty keen on it. Um, this game is also in early access. I think Phasmophobia still might be in early access. But, you know, this is a game where you can hop into it with uh, uh, three other buddies or, or random strangers. Uh, there's people playing on pancake flat screen as well so there's kind of always people in the lobbies to play with which is nice um it's a game that has vr functionality and it's it works decently well but it's also a 2d game so keep that in mind but it really is like phasmophobia like i think the graphics are a little bit better but you start off by kind of figuring out your equipment and then you you know you hop into the game and you 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 you're like in phasmophobia you're in this truck even if you remember that justin and you kind of decide yeah. like oh, i'm going to grab a flashlight i'm going to grab like this piece to interact with the ghost and here's our objective and then we're going to go into the haunted house well this you're in a tent and then you go into the egyptian tomb right it's almost like if phasmophobia had like more levels or more things to the game this would be it it's what it is um but when you're you know, in the, the tent does everyone have to pick a different item no you just you have like your bag that you've mm -hmm. brought into the game okay. and you grab from your bag, right? So okay. um, you can unlock more objects and get like more, more equipment as you play longer and level up. Mm -hmm. um, I got to say, I mean, the game, the present kind of presentation and, and graphics and feel to it, it's like a slightly higher level um, phasmophobia. Like I, my inclination is like, this is the better game, I think. Um, it's just, I was like, uh, I'm good. I've got Phasmophobia. Like, I'm not looking for more of this game. So I, I probably played for 40 minutes and refunded it. Um, you know, I played a couple times where people I was playing with were nice. They knew I was new. So I, you go into, like, the tomb, and you kind of are, are, are searching around for your, your torch or your flashlight, and there's switches to hit, and... I kind of, you know, I get a sense of what they were doing. There's some objectives you got to get, like you have kind of like a tablet that you pull off your left shoulder and you're like, okay, I've got to do this. I got to do that. 
and then you kind of uh, find the sarcophagus and you're trying to figure out what that particular mummy or monster is and then you kind of get out i mean it's just again it's phasmophobia and phasmophobia was kind of good for the like you and i played and some of the other folks at discord we probably played like four or five times and it's kind of fun to hop in for the lulls you know it's it's mm-hmm. usually kind of funny what happens and a little bit interesting i you know uh, this game is pretty much that you know this i guess in phasmophobia you're not really in the house like looking for stuff this is a little more object oriented so that kind of keeps the flow whereas in phasmophobia i remember we're, we're walking around and we're just kind of waiting for something to happen yeah you know th- so this is a little more focused and i i think that's cool there's also a better mechanic for when you die i guess when you die you can come you can you could pick a path like when you die you go into this room there's like a red door and a blue door mm-hmm. and i forget what I think the red door is the bad door. I guess if you go through the red door, you can like actively try to hurt your friends who are still in the game and still mm-hmm. alive. Or in the blue door, you come back as like a ghost and you can help them like find like you know some of the objects in the game that they're trying to find, something like that. So, did you die? I I first game I I got out because people just knew what they were doing. They ran okay. right through it and we left. And I you know I leveled up. And the next game I died. And I got yelled at by one of the randos because I led the zombie or whatever, the killer to them because I made noise. I, so, you know, it's just hmm. like, and after that, I was like, well, I guess I'll be refunding this game because <laughs> if, I, if I want this experience, I've already paid for Phasmophobia and I'll take it. And I, I don't like, I kind of forget that I have Phasmophobia. I mean, maybe we'll play again, you know, around Halloween and see what the updates are in that game, something like that. But it's it's not a... It's a game that sounds fun. It's fun me to hop in friends, but it's not something that keeps me interested when there's so many more games so to play it, in. Is the goal to get treasure? Um, the goal is I think you need to get like certain objects in the game, uh-huh. and then you also need to like I think either escape the tomb or or find like the the mummy or the the monster, and then you also need to identify. Uh, who it is just like in phasmophobia like oh i saw like um you know this kind of these black shadows or this mist okay so you mark that down and then you kind of deduce who the the bad guys i mean it really is justin like a phasmophobia clone right like pretty much the t with i would say maybe a slightly better version but not so much better like i always looked at phasmophobia i was like wow this is a really cool concept it did really well um, it was the single designer. It kind of blew everybody's expectations. Like it came, it was like out of nowhere. Streamers were playing it. Everyone was playing this game. So I looked at that and I was like, "Wow, okay." So this guy's on to something, like concept-wise. Like people really respond to this concept of phasmophobia. Just I'm just waiting for the day that like you know studio with like a budget takes that concept and makes something really good. Well, mm-hmm. that's not forewarned. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> forewarned is like again, it's 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 sort of more of the same and incrementally better but it's still the same game i don't like the mechanic of trying to figure out what the ghost is like that's one thing i don't like about phasmophobia i would rather it be we have to get in this house and we have to get certain items or something yeah you would like this game better yeah okay yeah you would totally like this game better you're still trying to figure out like the the guy but like um you're not just waiting around for something to happen like on phasmophobia or okay. frustrated that like, Oh, I tried the spirit board. Nothing, you know, like this, there's also a timer in this game actually too. 
I think that's mm-hmm. the thing. I think the the designer must have looked at Phasmophobia and said, like, all this stuff is good, but there's too much kind of aimlessness to it at times. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put a timer. I'm going to put objectives. And it's like you got to get in there in the time and just go, go, go. Like, okay. you're, you're going in with your team and you're trying to pull something off. Um, that's that's the major difference, I'd say. So uh, with Phasmophobia, I was always confused with the, with those tools, like how to use them, like the camera and the you know all that stuff like i I don't know yeah i know and and there's definitely that learning curve i'd say in this game too right like you just got to play it a lot um so so people who liked phasmophobia um and you want more this is the game for you people who were never interested in phasmophobia or kind of like me could take it or leave it then you're gonna feel exactly how i feel the other uh kind of annoying thing for the in the game for me was like i kept on accidentally picking up objects from my belt when I didn't mean to. Ah, you're having my problem now. But this is the only game yeah. that I've really had that problem in. Mm-hmm. You know, was, it your, was it your left hand? Yeah. Okay, well, the issue with me is when I, like when I push on the left stick, I think yep. it, makes, it makes me grip. Yep. Yeah. I had that problem. And I can't think of other games where I've had that problem maybe i've never had something on my left hip but i've i've got had yeah. to have played games like that it was driving a lot me of nuts, games dude. probably maybe a lot of games intentionally don't put something right there i don't know yeah it was driving it was just driving me nuts because yeah. i'd have like an important you can only carry so many things that have like a lighter or something and i'm like mm-hmm. oh shit i dropped it like and i'm in the dark now and, or like i'm just like gripping it with my life and like not like making sure i hold on to that object and not putting it in my belt so <laughs> It, it became annoying. There's really nothing I can do in the the options. I can pick it so I can, like, toggle hold. But mm-hmm. that didn't prevent me from grabbing it by accident. Uh, yeah. So I think there's no way around it. That's the, I know you mentioned that before, and yeah. you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. That's the only game where I've had that problem. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's a pass for me. I'm not going to give it a rating because I played it for 37 minutes, but you can kind of pick up from my review that I it's, it's just not for me. But um, that's not to say it's bad. It's it's again how you, it really depends on how you feel about phasmophobia. All right. Okay. Well, this is um, this is our like review overload. Um, <laughs> speaking of overload, it's uh, it's a it's a lot. So there you go. We're making up for uh, lost time. Yeah. All right. Well, very good. Very good. Um, if you guys have any feedback for us, you can reach out via. Um, um, Twitter, which I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter. I think the best bet is to pop over into our Discord. The um, link to get into our Discord is on the VR Gaming Podcast Twitter page. You can find it there. You can always send us mail at uh, vrgamingpodcast at gmail.com. Love to hear some feedback. If you had a, I, I am curious if anybody has played Off the Chains Disc Golf and is somebody who's played a lot of disc golf. I am curious to hear what you think about the physics, especially the updated ones and kind of um, your take on it. I, it's it's hard for me to, I didn't spend too much time talking about that because I'm new, so it's, it's hard for me to do so, but I am I am curious. Uh, but other than that, any, any closing thoughts, Justin? Uh, no, uh, I'm waiting for Lone Echo 2 and Resident Evil 4. I might get a Quest 2. I might just wait for this Facebook Connect and see what the hell this Quest 2 Plus or Quest Pro sh- shit is, and uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll All see. Right. All right. We'll see everybody next time. Take care. Yeah.